It'll be like Wolverine trying to get a classroom's attention. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, I cut the wall in half, but... Uh, <laughs> but now you're paying attention. Sure. <laughs> also, I can't work here anymore because I found out that I have six knives on my body at all times. <laughs> I feel like that'd be an advantage in this school environment. No way, dude. It's got to be something like, you know, more constructive, like six pieces of chalk. <laughs> Are you ready to learn? Unless he's like, <laughs> unless he's like a shop teacher, I could see that. I could see that being being effective as a, for like a shop teacher thing. And he's got like notch etched notched into it somehow, uh, like uh, various degrees of, of rulers and such. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 we're doing we're doing metric on this project here. Let me just uh, pop out the middle one. <laughs> just acid burns <laughs> metric yeah. measurements onto one, standard onto his other. <laughs> But it's adamantium. It wouldn't even acid. No, yeah, I'm trying to think of what acid was the best. I, I figured you couldn't scratch it into it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that there would be a way. You'd have to remelt it. Or I just guess. Drop just drop a marker. Imagine it, dude. <laughs> just a marker. He just gets a sharpie and just draws it off. But then every time he pulls it in, he's just putting a, a permanent marker, which smells toxic, into his blood. I don't think your blood cares. He's about been how alive it since the Civil War. I don't think he cares. <laughs> he once had he once had all of the metal that was in his body ripped away at a molecular level. I I don't think he cares that this might smell like shit. <laughs> I'm just so mad right now. Uh, also, that comics books that that comic list that I I, I keep like I was like okay. I'm just gonna put a couple and then I just keep like well <coughs> I can't put this I can't put all of this one thing yeah. so like I have so much up here that I'm trying to process because like so I have um, I have a, a diverse uh, is this going to become an article on the site if you wouldn't mind yeah uh, sure because uh, I, I can just keep this going for a while because I was like you know um, this if is, that's the case then uh, cut it down into several posts that, yeah, that is what I did with this one. Okay, cool. Uh, also, I, I like the title, but you know, I'm not attached to it because I like the Lost Boys a lot. Sniff an old newsprint or something. What are you <laughs> sniffing old newsprint or something? But Wait, yeah, is that a reference to something? Yeah, uh, it's the Lost Boys. Uh, oh, really? Yeah the 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 Frog Brothers work in a comic book shop. The the you know Corey the cool Corey uh, the Feldman. Um, you mean the one with all the angel girls? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and I covered, because uh, like I didn't want to just be like, here's a list of Marvel ones. It's like, I, here's a Marvel one, here's a DC one, here's a Dark Horse one, here's an indie one. I guess there it is. I'm sorry, Corey Hames said that one. Yeah, geez, come on. Oh, the dead one. Yes, the the the, oh. <laughs> the one who said he was from Phoenix, Arizona in the movie. And I was just like, eh. That was one of the first DVDs I bought when I moved out, so I have that movie pretty much memorized. Even Tim Capella's greasy saxophone solo. Oh, my God. I still live. I honestly don't I, really remember I that don't movie very well. It's very been a very well. long time since I've seen it. Uh, I have this... I can, like... I've seen it Watch once. a movie a couple times, and then just... I can recall, like... It's like I, can, I have the DVD menu in my head, and just kind of like rewind at will. I think that is my favorite iteration of Kiefer Sutherland, though. 
Oh, uh, as that bad guy? Mm-hmm. I like him as that bad guy almost as much. It's kind of like a toss-up between his bad guy, similar bad guy in Stand By Me, where he almost plays the same guy, except he's not a vampire, which is weird because it's Stephen King, so you'd think that he would be a vampire. <laughs> you know? But uh, on, on this one... Has uh, Stephen King ever done vampires? Uh, yeah, Salem's Lot. Oh, duh. Someone I don't know why I didn't I, think of that. And The Dark Tower. Um, and Dark Tower I haven't read. Dark that, Tower is great. That is an undertaking in and of itself. That's why I like that Elton John's uh, Elton John song so much. Uh, Someone saved my life tonight. It's because he talks. You know, um, the priest from Sa- Salem's Lot uh, ends up doing some really badass stuff because mm-hmm. it's like the Dark Tower is like the nexus to all of his other stuff. So it all it all kind of ties in. It's cool. You see did, characters from different stuff. And, did you see the the movie with Matthew McConaughey and? It's not time for the nerd rant yet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I put Days of Future Past on here. <coughs> um, Superman Red Sun, because we were talking about that. Lone Wolf and Cub. And then uh, Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. Who's the I guy? know that name. He did uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like him because he did Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to rep Scott Pilgrim a lot harder uh, back in the day. but the older Scott I, Pilgrim is super problematic. That's why I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I'll find something else he's done that isn't as problematic. Seconds is is the, it's not 2005 anymore. Um, it's pretty good. Is it fairly recent then, or yeah, it uh, it was the first. It was the he, he would. Uh, I want to say when did that come out? Because I pre-ordered that shit. Um, we'll say within the last four years or so. Um, and it's funny because you get a cameo from uh, two of the characters from Scott Pilgrim in it. So they're a hmm. uh, shared universe. Kind, I think he's trying to connect them, but the story has absolutely nothing to do with Scott Pilgrim. Well, sure. Uh, um, I'm sure that there are plenty of normal things that happen in the, the universe of Scott Pilgrim. Well, Seconds gets weird because it's like... Um, uh, Seconds is about... Is the name of a restaurant. Okay. Uh, that the main character, Katie, uh, helps start. She's the, the chef. She's As good. in, it takes only seconds for me to get my food, or yes, I would like seconds. I think I think the latter. Both. I think the latter. It's like uh, some hipster place, uh, a la um, think like a Cornish pasty, but sure. Um, so she started this restaurant, and she's like in the process of starting another restaurant, like that she actually has control over, blah blah, because she was young at the time and did this thing, and so she's kind of in this transitional period. She's like twenty eight, and. She lives in the upstairs of the restaurant because it was an, o- an old house that they converted uh, in the meantime and lives with a bunch of regrets and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then finds like a notepad, a pen and a mushroom in a drawer. And uh, some weird spirit thing appears to her and she's like, eat the mushroom, write the thing down in the morning when you wake up. Reality will have changed. But she finds more mushrooms like in the house and fucks with the spirit thing and then essentially starts tearing reality apart because she's like she starts using it for the most trivial shit hmm. like uh i shouldn't have had that burger last night sure you know and then she's like well i you know i don't want to eat this burger and then sleeps on it eats the, eats the mushroom sleeps on it and then wakes up and then as if reality's changed and then and she had not eaten that burger yeah and at the most basic sense and she just kind of um she begins to tear reality apart this sounds super rad. <laughs> it's really cool. very interesting. It's really cool because like Scott Pilgrim, um, as as big a fan as I was of the series, because like I got into it backwards. I got into the game 
and then I saw the then I read the books and then I saw the movie. Like I, the game I, was really good. The game is awesome. Uh, it actually is ties, and has a great soundtrack. It tight. I I was trying to see Anamanaguchi uh, at the Rhythm Room a few years ago, but I didn't buy tickets in advance, and I was just like. Oh, you know, maybe, maybe this will be like when I go to a local show, I'll show up and I'll buy a ticket. Nope. Sold out. Nope. Every, there's a bunch of people just outside like, man, we can't go to the show, but we're going to hang out in the parking lot because it's the next best thing. I'm like, eh, I'm going to get out of here. Huh. But um, uh, the I liked I liked the book a lot. <laughs> the character of Scott Pilgrim in the book was a bit different than the movie, but even then now, it's kind of like, it's, it's dated. Yeah. It's, it's, it's reaching that it has point has not where, aged well. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. And the book he did before that... Um, is still pretty good because it has nothing to do with Scott Pilgrim. Um, it's called uh, Lost at Sea, and it's like a, a teen. Well, the character's like nineteen, so like post high school, like emotional drama with this strange backdrop of a road trip with people that this character doesn't really know that well, and she believes that her mother sold her soul to a cat or sold her soul to the devil to for success. And it manifests in the form of a cat because she keeps seeing cats like everywhere she goes. Hmm. And uh, it's got some some good, like you know, good lines and stuff like that. But uh, seconds is less uh, is not attached to the problematic issues of Scott Pilgrim because sure. I watched that movie again. And I was like, it's so. Oh. Ooh, it was like my it love hurts. of high fidelity back in the day because I yeah. was like, oh man, Jack yeah. Black and John Cusack and it's a bunch of music yeah. and it's like, and then and Bruce Springsteen's in it, and I'm like. I, I don't like I like I like Jack Black and that other guy in High Fidelity, but John Cusack no, suck a big one. Well, and honestly, though, I think High Fidelity gets a pass because uh, John Cusack's character I don't think is written to be the protagonist of that film. No, um, he is written to be this. Uh, I mean, emotionally abusive guy. He's an asshole. Um, and uh, so I don't think that there's anything wrong. In portraying that character, there is something wrong in celebrating that character. Yeah, and that's that's what I was doing. Cause I was just like, man, this guy's cool. He's got a, I don't know, I'm young, and I'm like, you know, he's got a he's got a record shop, and he hangs out with Jack Black and this other guy, and they listen to music, and they smoke cigarettes inside all day, yeah. and you know, he gets to blah blah blah, and he goes to this emotional journey, and that's neat. And then I, then I watched the more I was showing it to some people that had never seen it, like I want to say last year, and I was just like. It's like, oh man, you guys got to see this movie. It's great, you know. Can't believe I haven't seen it. Bruce Springsteen's in it. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Springsteen is like my world, my jam. Bruce Springsteen. I, Bruce Springsteen is the reason I'm in a band because <laughs> really? I had my jukebox, uh, my jukebox hero moment. Uh, I turn into a 